0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. I think we got that sorted out. And yes already, it's 12 days left for the month of Ramadan. And may make Duatla spare us and bless us to witness this beautiful, blessed month, inshallah. Amen. Well, dear listeners, lots to look forward to in today's program. We're going to be talking about best oils for cooking and frying, how to clean your air fryer, how to clean your fryer, how to clean your used oil, and how to make your own breadcrumbs. And and the recipe you can look forward to is a, it's actually a lovely special recipe. It's called a chicken a la Nazia recipe. Now this recipe has a story behind it, but I want to tell you later about the story and this recipe later on in the recipe segment. And our interactive question on today's program is, breadcrumbs seems to be scarce. So share with us your tips and ideas on how to make your own breadcrumbs. Also, share with us how you clean out your used oil. How do you clean out your used oil? And do you prefer using a deep fryer on an air fryer? So do you prefer to use a deep fryer or an air fryer. You can interact with us on 072-786-1548. You're also welcome to um, ask us any of your cooking, baking questions or concerns, and uh, we will gladly answer it if we can help you out. Why not? Yes, 072-786-1548. Now, are you overwhelmed by the large area of oils lining grocery store shelves? Today we share with you the distinctions between various types of oil and what makes the ideal frying oil. Now, Zakia, you know, a lot of research both of of us did is oil for frying should have three qualities. What should it be?
1: So, oil for frying should have three qualities. should be, first of all, it should have a high smoking point Mm -hmm. and be able to have a high temperature point without having a chemical reaction, right? Um, But unfortunately today, uh, over the past two years, um, oils have not been the same. Mm -hmm. So we've been going through a lot of different uh, oils. Um, And that's where our problem comes in actually, because um, people also are health conscious, right? because they're health conscious they're trying to make healthier options when it comes to oils (coughs) sorry about that so basically oils are liquids that are derived from plants and animals they are some static compounds used when frying, baking, and preparing foods uh, for consumption, and thus a liquid is uh, basically fat. So it's the fat that's derived from your nuts, your fish, your um, your plants and your animals right um we have three types of um leopards in cooking oil that's what we look at for when cooking, which you spoke about when you fry an oil what when you want to fry something, what are the three things that you look at for oil right so um th- th- it's the, the temperature, the heating point, the smoking point, etc. Cooking oil is also known as edible oil. A plant and, or animal uh, fat used for frying or baking, oil always uh, allows higher cooking temperatures than water, right? And thus makes cooking faster and more flavorful. So why more flavorful? Water has no flavor, no texture, or no taste. Whereas when we are adding oil to our food, it adds a flavor, it adds a texture, and it makes the food more flavorful. When I say texture, you are thinking now, why are you saying texture? How does oil add texture? Oil works as a lubricant. If you do not have enough oil in your food, then the food does not have, um, as you eat it and digest it, it does not have enough lubrication to go down your, your in, into your digestive pipes, etc., and move through your body as well, right? Oil, um, okay, While, likewise, distributing heat, reducing heat. Um, so, if you cook with oil, it's higher temperatures, right? Which means um, less cooking time. And also, um, the chances of burning your food uh, depends on you now, because um, if I say uh, it reduces burning, uh, but then you can be someone who puts the the fillet of chicken on a very hot pan of oil, Mm -hmm. and then you are going to burn it. Or you're going to put it onto a very low flame uh, cooking pan, and then that chicken is going to take very long Mm -hmm. to cook, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be dry and hard, right? Okay, other than that, there are four main types of oils. We are very familiar when it comes to these four types of oils, right? One is olive oil. Number two is coconut oil. Number three is canola oil. And number four is vegetable oil. Each provide the same amount of calories per a tablespoon. So for me, the most fun fact to share with you guys today is that irrespective of these four oils that you use, they share the same amount of calories in a tablespoon. Now, that's very interesting, you know, because you would have thought that olive oil and coconut Coconut are very healthier, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Now, because we say coconut and olive oil, a person will think, okay, it's fine, less calories, blah, 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 blah. So, this is just another fun fact that I'm going to share with you. A healthy consumption of oil is no more than a tablespoon of oil a day per person, Just right? And remember, other foods that we eat also contains oils. For example, you eat, say you snack on nuts. Nuts have oil, so you're mm-hmm. taking in oil from your nuts. Say you eat eating fish. Fish contains oil, so you're taking in fish oil from your fish, right? The most significant difference between each of these four oils is their fat profile. So oil is literally fat. Extra virgin oil is the highest in monosaturated fat, while organic coconut oil contains the highest level of saturated fat. Monosaturated fat is a more healthier version of fat, whereas your saturated fat is your unhealthier version of fat. Now comes in all the controversies and controversies regarding oil. And I know my head's now on the block. This is not coming from me, this is coming from Google, this is coming from research of the internet, and this is coming from research of. Lots of different laboratories. What are three good oils? Although your overall diet is what is most important for your health, it's best to prioritize healthy fats such as olive oil, avocado oil, sesame oil, and limit less healthy cooking oils such as soya, bean, corn, and canola. Here's where the controversy uh, controversy comes in, because everybody's going to say, but canola oil, what's wrong with canola oil? You know, it's the most commonly used oil out there. So the famous question also, what oils are best for frying? Olive oil and avocado oil, according to Google. However, many say that olive oil is not healthy to fry and cook. Olive oil and coconut oil should not be heated to extreme temperatures because once it is heated to extreme temperatures, it it loses its health properties. So, that's where your controversy comes in. Now, moving forward. So now comes our controversy oils to limit and avoid in cooking. So when they said, what's the best oils for frying, they said coconut oil and avocado oil. Now they say, what oils uh, should we limit in avoiding cooking? Here comes again coconut oil. So what's the truth of the matter? Unfortunately, I am not a food technologist, and that is not my field, so I cannot give you the most accurate of information on this matter. Number one on the list of oils, cook with a lot is coconut oil. Number two is palm oil. Number three is hydrogenated oil, right? Now, many foods supply oil like nuts, olives, fish, and avocados. Most oils are high in monosaturated fat and polyunsaturated fats, which are healthy fats and low in saturated fats. So like I mentioned earlier, monosaturated fats are good and saturated fats are bad. Your margarines are consisting of saturated fats, whereas your butters are consisting of your monosaturated fats. Then, what are the best cooking oils? Extra virgin oil. Obviously, now this doesn't pertain particularly to a particular group. We need to understand because, remember, these oils have its distinctive tastes and it has its distinctive properties. You cannot be throwing avocado oil into your mutton curry to cook. It's going to alter the taste. Mm -hmm. Uh, your avocado oils are lovely when it comes to your salad dressings. Olive oils are fine to cook with a bit. Mixing it with your normal sunflower oils. Organic ghee. Again, you cannot take ghee and add it to your vinaigrette. Is in an oil. It's going to be a disaster. Your ghee you would use for your biryanis and your targaris. Then organic coconut oil and refined sunflower oil. So, I think let's go for a break. When we come back, let's talk more of the. So, we've spoken about oil, um, its definitions, what to look for, uh, what's according to health, um, the FTA, etc., with healthy, unhealthy, saturated, monosaturated, etc., right? Let's go for a break, come back, and speak about
0: your common man's problems when it comes to oils yes and our interactive question today guest listeners is breadcrumbs seems to be scarce so share with us your tips and ideas on how to make your own breadcrumbs also share with us how you clean out your used oil and do you prefer using a deep fryer on an air fryer, 072-786-1548. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. And on today's uh, program, we're talking about best oils for cooking and frying, how to clean your fryer, how to clean your air fryer, how to clean your used oil, and how to make your own bread crumbs. And our interactive question on today's program is, breadcrumbs seems to be scarce, so share with us your tips and ideas on how to make your own breadcrumbs. Also, share with us how to clean out your used oil, and do you Prefer using a deep fryer or an air fryer. Zero seven two seven eight six fifteen forty eight. Okay, so here we say good frying oil is entirely flavorless. I Much agree. Thoughts on that? Yes, because if you look at um, good frying oil, it definitely is flavorless. That—that—that that, that is why we say you cannot fry with olive oil. So, I totally agree that. Good frying oil is tasteless,
1: but this is our experience as females or males in the kitchen. We understand this, right? So when they're talking of flavorful oil, so adding um, your avocado oil or your olive oil, right? It's like adding your herb butter to a dish. When we're talking about terkaris, it's very important that you use your flavorless oils because you cannot have it now, having a hint of avocado in it. But say you're making a lovely piece of medallion steak. You want to use garlic-flavored oil with rosemary and thyme to enhance the flavor, Mm -hmm. you know, butter. Butter has flavor, so you use that when basting your steak to add the flavor. Yes, but I totally agree with our listener that when it comes to cooking and frying, you want flavorless oil. Now, coming back to that, right, there are many brands out there. Lots and lots of brains out there, yes. Unfortunately, we are all facing a very similar challenge that... The oils that are on the shelf are not the oils that we received and used for many years. Absolutely. absolutely. Today you can go and buy the same brand that you were buying for the past 10 years. There is a smell mm-hmm. and a taste to that oil, unfortunately. What is the reason for that? I cannot tell you. I don't know. Um, you know you can phone the companies and they also can not give you any, an explanation to why has the, the the taste and the smell of the oil altered and unfortunately it is very off putting especially you know when you are frying chips polonies, viannas etc you want to enjoy your chips your poloni, your viannas etc But when it comes out of that oil, you can smell that oil and taste that oil on the produce. It's already a put-off. Automatically, it's a put-off. It makes you not want to entirely eat your meal. But then, obviously, we are very hungry, therefore we are having the meal, so we end up eating the meal, and thereafter we feel sick from it. Mm -hmm. My understanding of why this is happening is they are mixing seeds. I can't come to any other conclusion. They are probably mixing the different types of seeds and the different types of grades. Mm-hmm. So, before, hypothetically speaking, there was uh, brand A, which Sakya owns, brand B, which Apa Amara owns and say Appa Amara's brand was the quality brand with only A-grade oil. Uh, my brand was brand B with uh, second-grade oil for your lower-income earners. Mm. Now, because the price of things have become so high, um, Apa Amara and me have started to combine yes. and use cheaper, inferior quality ingredients. And therefore, we are having this problem with the oil. But Ramadan is around the corner, and everybody needs oil. The prices of oil are going to actually start scorching again because it's Ramadan. When it comes to Eid, the buyers in kurta prices go up. The type, the price of Kajuri and zamzam go up. The price of oil goes up, and the price of savories go up. Absolutely right. Yes. The rest of the year, those prices are almost a
0: third of what they've been sold now. Even the price of uh, daniyah goes up in Ramadan, the, the price of chicken fillets go up in Ramadan. Ridiculous. Yes, yes and it's like grant us all paraka. Amen. amen, amen. So, we do not have to.
1: So, many of us have different size of families. Some have small families, some have large families. Some can accommodate to buy a good quality oil. Others cannot afford to buy a good quality oil. And the majority of people can unfortunately not afford to buy Mm. a good quality oil, right? So, our advice, or this is my advice, right? If you are cooking with that oil, buy yourself a brick of butter, one butter. You don't mm-hmm. have to buy the best of butters. You can buy any brand of butter, but butter and not margarine, right? Take a teaspoon of the butter and add it to the oil that you are cooking your food with. It will help balance out that ugly taste. Interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. Now you're going to tell me, but now how do we fry our samosas, right? Right? Unfortunately, you cannot add butter to your oil to fry your Mm -hmm. samosas, right? But you can air fry your samosas. You can brush very little oil onto the samosas, bake your samosas or air fry. Everybody doesn't have an air fryer Mm -hmm. as well. An air fryer is a luxury. But everybody does have ovens. You are going to bake your pies. You can brush your samosas with the oil lightly. And bake it, it will come out lovely, crispy, crunchy, brown in color as well. Right now, for those who want to deep fry, and you, if you are using the cheaper oil, that is your prerogative. If you are using the expensive oil, that also is your prerogative. It all depends on everybody's pockets. But oil does get dirty, right? How do we clean oil? Yes. But the most important question of, is before you clean oil, how much can you fry? How many times time can, can you, you fry yes. mm-hmm. in that oil before that oil needs
0: to be And restored? also, what are the signs to look out for if that oil is now gone now? You cannot use it anymore. Right. So number
1: one is, Oil can be used five to six times. Yes. <laughs> right? Please do not exceed five or six times. The oil might still seem to be clean. It's not clean, right? As you use oil, you will notice the color of the oil becomes darker. It becomes foamy, the oil. Yes. And it becomes darker. So, I'm going to share a trick with you that many of you are probably aware of, many of you are using. And I also use it, I'm a very big fan of it, but if your oil is dirty and very dirty, you can do this till smoke is coming out of your ears, it is not going to clean your oil. Mix a few tablespoons of corn flour, also known as mazina, into half a cup of water and make a corn starch slurry. Or a mazina slurry, right? Mix it well. It needs to be cold water so that your mazina doesn't clump up. And then you add this mixture to your cold oil. You can put it into your deep fryer. You can put it into the pot. Anywhere that you have been frying oil... You don't have to strain the oil, nothing. You take this mixture, you pour it into your coal oil, you put your fryer on or you put your pot on on a medium heat, mm-hmm. right? And slowly you'll see this, uh, the white starting to bubble up, right? It's not going to come overflowing now. It's going to bubble up. And as all the white starts uh, bubbling up from the bottom it comes up with all the dirt that's sitting in the bottom of the oil so if you uh, say you fried samosas then you've fried your crumbs now you need to fry samosas again tomorrow now if you're going to fry your samosas tomorrow it's going to pick up the crumbs of your moons of yesterday so pour your slurry in Cle- so, okay, now once the slurry starts coming together, you don't even have to pour your oil out of the pot or out of the fryer because it comes like one big popper. Okay. Right? It all combines together. You can take a tong and you can just take it out. I read about it. I did research, but I haven't tried it. So you've got to try it and test it, again. Right. But I've also tried it on very used oil, mm-hmm. right? i don't know how the oil became so used i remember i'm not the only person in the kitchen so it could have been anyone i thought okay you know i only use the fryer because i'm very lazy to put oil in the pan. anyway the oil was used and used and used and I'm putting the slurry in, and it's coming out with a dirt, and I redid it two, three times, but my oil is not coming clear again. Mm. My oil is staying dark. That is a sign that no matter what you do, that oil needs to be discarded, mm-hmm. right? So you can do this. After two or three uses of your oil, you can do the slurry clean up. You can then again use your oil for two and three times. You can then they after the oil
0: it's always nice to keep um if you can afford it have like two small fries, especially in the in the month of Ramadan. yes. Or you can fry your chips in the one, or fry your samosas, and then leave the other one for your yes. crumbing stuff. Ah. Or even your crumbing stuff, you can just put it in the shallow frying pan. And that way you're saving or you're using less oil yes. as well. It's more healthier that yes. way as well. And try to use the air fryer more, okay? Let's go to our WhatsApp uh, questions for the listeners. And uh, this is, this is... Um, Sending feedback on our question. Okay, let's go to our question for today. Is breadcrumbs seems to be scarce? So share with us your tips and ideas on how to make your own breadcrumbs. Also share with us on how you clean out your used oil. Zakash so had a lovely tip. We'll make, by making a slurry with a few tablespoons of maize, which are corn flour in a half a cup of water. And then also another question is, do you prefer using a deep fryer or an air fryer? Zero seven two seven eight six fifteen forty eight. Okay, uh, so this is, I just use cornflakes which I process uh, to crumbs. And uh, yes, as simple as that, you put your cornflakes in the major mix, and there you have your bread crumbs. You can add a bit of salt, paprika, mix herbs, and there you have ready made bread crumbs. And it's also much cheaper as well. Another question is um, Salams, can moons be frozen without bread crumbs? Bread crumbing them? Please share a non cooking moons dough recipe i haven't heard of a non-cooking moon dough recipe
1: unfortunately there's no uncooked moon dough recipe number one number two is you can try to roll your pizza dough out really really thin so uh, and fill it so because you if you roll out your pizza dough normal and you fill it into a moon it becomes a calzone right Mm -hmm. but if you roll your your pizza dough out really thin like one centimeter thin and fill it
0: you can get a moon dough but it's going to puff a little moon dough is moon dough pizza dough is pizza dough (laughs) (laughs) that's my take
1: on it number two is you don't have to cram your moons You don't have to egg them, you don't have to crumb them, and you can freeze them, you
0: can fry them and eat them like that. Okay. Another uh, interactive uh, question from the listeners. She says, I've got a very good hint for cleaning the oil. It's the same one as the cashier. It cleans wonders. I always use corn flour known as mazina. You can take two to to three three tablespoons of corn flour and add some water in it and make it like a lay, like a slurry, like the cashier said, and this uh, actually works wonders as well. And she says that restaurants also use this. Okay, let's go to our next interactive question. This one says, for dipping moons, the layer mixture should be of thin dropping consistency. Am I correct?
1: No, it doesn't. Um, sorry, ma please repeat
0: that one. Let's go back to the one. Okay, for, making, for dipping moons, the layer mixture should be of thin dropping consistency. That
1: entirely is up to the person. They can have it of a very thin, runny uh, option as well, or they can have it of a dropping consistency. Remember, the thicker the lay, the thicker the coating is going to be outside
0: your moon, also. Okay. Uh, another question Can samosas be shallow fried? Yes, samosas
1: can be shallow
0: fried, and all you have to do is you have to turn them over. Another question, frying potatoes cleans the oil. I know frying potato skins can clean the oil. It just takes out the the crumbs, the residue from the oil. But it doesn't entirely clean the oil out.
1: I, I have no experience with that one. I will give that one a try because I'm always in that position of
0: needing to clean oil. Okay, we'd like to know how to air fry samosas, what temperature and how long. I think we need to do a whole program on what temperatures by using an air fry, temperatures on samosas, spring rolls, chicken, all that.
1: I agree. I can tell you to air fry and bake your samosas. You do need to brush them with oil. The air fryer, I don't know exactly the time. But I know that whether you're baking in the oven or you're baking in the air fryer, between 150 and 170.
0: Okay. Then a listener says, "Um, I have started doing this. I'm frying savouries. I stopped frying in deep oil and started using a flat pan with about one centimetre of oil inside. I fry it on a little lower and turn them often. This also prevents any savouries from breaking open. Interesting. Nice, Using less oil, it's a good idea, sister. And not breaking. it. for sharing that. And then she also said a non-cooking moon dough recipe. You take one cup mashed potatoes, two cups flour, a little butter, salt, and tap water to make the dough. So for the non-cooking moon dough is one cup mashed potatoes, two cups flour, a little butter, salt, and tap water to make dough. Zakala for sharing that sister, much appreciated, and um, then they said another recipe somebody shared, also a Puri Mundo, okay, that inshallah I'm going to leave it for next week, okay, because we're always running out of time on today's program, and we're always looking for lovely recipes as well, going to, okay, lots of recipes coming through, I think we need to do a whole program just on recipes one day, what you say, is a care. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about food and cooking. we we'll we we'll just share recipes, okay? And um,
1: I think we can maybe have a day where everybody needs to send us their recipes by a certain date so that we can compile the recipes, and on that day,
0: we'll just share. Yes, I love the idea. Let's put all that together with our producer. Okay, this one says, uh, how do I store garlic in the freezer? Does it make everything smell, Chazakala?
1: Oh, it makes everything smell. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) But garlic makes everything smell. The best way to store garlic is take a 5-liter or 2-liter ice cream container. We have many of those. We are Indian. Put your garlic in that, seal it nicely, put it into a plastic bag, and then put it into the freezer. But... Try and keep it in the freezer closer to your meat products away from your savouries.
0: And you know, this when garlic smells, it's a pure garlic now. Yes. Yes. Well, your garlic doesn't smell, doesn't mean it's a pure garlic, but the stronger the smell of the garlic, that's a fresh garlic, it's a pure garlic as well. Yes. Okay. It's a well, lovely this, show. Uh, you don't have to freeze garlic. You can
1: keep garlic in your fridge for over six months because garlic. Uh, stays in oil and it's preserved. You'll never find mould
0: in garlic. Yes, so true. It's so true, you can say it again. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sister Farhana says, for the lovely show. I mean, please share pizza dough recipe non Sister Farhana, go on to our website, radioislam.co.za. There is a very versatile pizza dough. That is from Sister Bibi Aisha Kadwa of Sunnyside Classics. I know one of the recipes is on the a lovely pizza dough recipe. Then this one says, I use cornflakes or breadcrumbs, grind coffee grinder, a quick spoon as well. And then Sister Aisha says, Hack to air fry most." I saw this on Instagram and tried it works very well Place a small baking pan at the bottom of your air fryer Put a tablespoon of odorless coconut oil in the pan And let it heat up for about 3 minutes Add your samosas and air fry for 5 minutes Turn it over a little more coconut oil and air fry again for 5 minutes The samosas come out so golden and so delicious as well
1: Okay, so before we end the program Everybody always talks about Kellogg's. The last, uh, the last guest we had shared with us Rice Krispies yes. as, uh, as breadcrumbs. Say it's very late at night. You don't have it and you need it. Take a few slices of toast. Cut off the crust. Pop it into your toaster. Let it dry out. Let it come out, toast cools down within two to three
0: minutes into a liquidizer, and you have toast and you have bread crumbs, okay, good idea. Yes, another sisterna also said that she does uh, use uh, bread, yes, she said I always make my own bread crumbs by toasting white bread on a low heat oven when it's cold. I ground the toast in a food processor. Jazakala like for sharing that, and I thought was know how do I store garlic in the fridge? just into a
1: glass bottle, tightly closed nicely. Glass bottle, why glass bottle? Glass bottle helps prevent the smell from getting into everything else. Plastic bottles do tend to for the smell to evaporate And then it gets into your butters,
0: your jams, Your cheeses, your food, etc Okay, let's go to our recipe segment now And uh, this recipe has a story behind it It has been handed down from generations Now this recipe is courtesy of Antihajo Valley Of Extension Nine Indonesia and Auntie Haju taught her daughters and granddaughters how to cook. And one of her granddaughters, Sister Nasia, made this chicken when she was nine years old. Auntie Haju named this chicken recipe Chicken Ala Nazia. And Nasia is a daughter of dentist Hava Ferdi. Now this recipe is for all the girls who are nine and ten years old, new brides, and for beginners in the kitchen So in, the ingredients are as follows One chicken cut and washed So one chicken cut and washed A teaspoon of salt ore to taste A teaspoon of salt ore to taste Then a half a teaspoon of turmeric that are added A half a teaspoon of turmeric that are added Then two teaspoons of fine red chilies Two teaspoons of fine red chilies Two teaspoons fine dunya, that's two teaspoons fine dunya, then a half a teaspoon of white pepper, a half a teaspoon of white pepper, and then two teaspoons of red ginger garlic masala, two teaspoons of red ginger garlic masala, two tomatoes grated two tomatoes grated and few elachi and two cinnamon now for the method you put all the ingredients in the dish mix well taste as you go as you can add more spices as you wish add chicken pieces and mix well with the masala now place marinated chicken in a pot with a little oil and ghee pour a half a cup of water in a pot cook till done sprinkle some green dunya over the cooked food you can serve with fried potato wedges boiled eggs and meat vegetables serve with hot roti spuri or pitas, or even some tandoori naan. So, like I said, this recipe has a story behind it. It has been handed down from generations, and this is courtesy of Auntie Haju Valley from Extension 9. And Auntie Haju has taught her daughters and granddaughters on how to cook. And one of her granddaughters, Sister Nasia, made this chicken when she was nine years old. And Auntie Haju named this chicken Chicken Ala Nasia. So, that's a lovely recipe. Jisakura, Auntie Haji, for sharing this recipe with us and I'd like you and um, all your daughters and your granddaughters as well. Well, certainly, I mean, nine years old and she made this chicken. It's a very simple chicken recipe. It is. Very, very simple, very tasty as well And uh, the recipe is on our website Go to radioislam.co.za If you don't have access to the internet You can call Sister Rukaya On 11 Well, before we wrap up today's program uh, A tip on how to clean your deep fryer What you need to do is Drain out all the oil from your deep fryer And then in the deep fryer Add in some water Put a tablet of your your dishwashing tablet mm. and then put your deep fryer on low. Let that water boil once it boiled. put it off, and that's how you can clean out your deep fryer and the um basket as well. A lovely tub,
1: which I'm sure we all need to do
0: because in a few days time our deep fryer is our best friend. And you're gonna fry find it that our we're gonna be cleaning our deep fryers almost you can say weekly say, almost on a weekly basis in the month of Ramadan as well. So with a simple dishwashing tablet into your deep fryer but make sure you empty the oil put water in there, put the tablet in and you'll find your basket coming out nice and clean and your deep fryer coming out nice and clean. Or alternatively you can put a little bicarb, sunlight liquid into that uh, water, put your deep fryer on and it cleans out very very nice as well. And um, what? Okay, breadcrumbs, yes? So, do you prefer using a deep fryer or an air fryer? Deep fryer. Me too deep fryer. I, I don't a, know, I just find that the air fryer makes
1: everything. Look, many people say their stuff come out moist and juicy. I can't get it right.
0: I've got a air fryer looking at me there, but inshallah this is Ramadan. Inshallah I'm gonna adapt it. There's some lovely chicken recipes for the air fryer. Yes. Lovely, I'm going, definitely going to try but it. But you look now. at it there's
1: nothing that people are not trying in the air fryer baking, cooking, grilling, everything. You can even put your potato in the air fryer. The other day I seen someone takes uh, on Instagram, you get in now to fit the air fryer cake tins Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to fit the air fryer.
0: Air fryer is also very easy to clean. Yes, that's the only advantage, I feel. Just take out your, your basket, wipe it out soapy water and sponge it down, wipe it out nicely, dry it out nicely and it's nice and clean. <throat> and you don't even
1: have to you don't even have to go to that because now you get the air fryer liners.
0: Yes, yes. I was coming to that, yes. Okay, listeners, that's where we actually wrap up today's program. A lovely program. We spoke about oils, how to make your bread crumbs, how to clean out your oil. And inshallah next week a lovely guest, a lovely topic again. So do remember us and all the Ummah in du'as, our brothers and sisters in Gaza, Palestine, Rafa, all over the world. All the sick and ill that's home in that's at home in hospitals, Allah grant them complete shifa, and all those who are going through challenging times, well Allah grant us Apia, yeah, inshallah. Amin. Well, to our producer, Mumta, our engineer, to you, Zakia, as well. Ensure life the Tala Worlds. We'll be back on air e! next week. From me, Amara and Zakia. Assalamu warahmatullahi wa